0: everybody to a special edition of the Eyes on Big Podcast with your co-host Jeffrey the Greek and this is Big Kurt and for this episode this is this is your bread and butter baby this is my bread and butter yeah um I know this much I'll try I to keep that. you awake <laughs> no no come on um I was gonna say I know there's 14 teams in the league there are uh uh-huh. someone told me that yep um I bet you I could get close to listening off one through 14 by the end of the recruiting cycle of how the teams will. Finish. OK, uh, other than that, I know not that much about the topic that we're going to talk about, which okay. of course is is recruiting. Yeah, uh, they call that the lifeblood of college football for the.
1: It is. I mean, it certainly helps you win. You don't have to recruit at a high level to win, but it sure helps.
0: Uh, it usually comes down to a Jimmy's and Joe's. More versus... than the X's and the O's. I wonder when that first originated. The first
1: time I ever heard it was Ron Zook. But really? I, I know he didn't make it up. Okay. He's not.
0: Mine was Neuheisel, which it actually wasn't that long ago. It was probably like six years ago or so.
1: Now, so back ago. when the Zooker was coaching in Illinois, he used to say that all the time. It's not about the X's and the O's. It's about the Jimmy's. And I was like, well, it's a little about the X's and <laughs> O's, <those>, obviously. <laughs> Because you're not but, doing it
0: So he made a stance to say It's about the Jimmys and Joes He absolutely did He maybe should have spent a little bit more time Thinking about the he, well, X's and O's I don't
1: think it would have helped If he had spent more time thinking about the X's and O's I think the results would have been the same But
0: How much you bench How, yeah, much, how much you bench?
1: bench And 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 water skiing, don't forget water skiing You know, he's an avid water skier
0: Well, that's not so bad I just No, was, but he
1: bragged about it all the time and like there it, were, was
0: it in the was it in the media guide? I don't know, if it was in the media guide. In case anybody knows the rabbit hole that we've suddenly found ourselves in? <laughs> Ron <Ronsick> literally <laughs> runs literally listed his bench press in the Illinois football media guide, which is one of the all-time greatest things.
1: See, I always wondered and I've, you know, I've been on the Bill King show. I'm not bragging here. I'm just Yes, yes, no, So I've been on facts. Bill King's show in studio. And I had the chance we talked Ron Zook for a while. He loves Ron Zook. And I had the chance to ask him, you know, they always make the reference the Natty Light. You know, did you're drinking up drinking some if you're drinking, yep. you're drinking natty. Bill Lights. King does. Bill King does. Bill King does. Yeah. So Ron Zook, I know for a fact, loved Natty Light. Okay. That was his beer. Yeah. And he would just fire back Natty's. And I wonder if it came from that, because there's a history with with um. Bill King and Ron Zook, like they they go
0: way back. Well, hey, I don't care if you're uh, two guys like me and you that have you know sales jobs or a radio host and a college football coach. Guys only need one simple thing to adhere each other to. And that's enough. We we can sure. be buddies with somebody. For that's some true. That simple. Yeah. So maybe that's all it was for Zook and maybe. Bill King. But
1: it'd be pretty cool if that's where it originated. He he used the natty because. He was out drinking Natty's one time with the Zooker.
0: Okay. two 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 Natty uh, stories is uh, I had a T-shirt that I bought when I was like 25, and it was a blue T-shirt that said Natty Ice. It was the Natty Ice uh, logo. It's, it was the greatest shirt I've ever owned in my entire life. Oh, was, really? Oh, my God. It was so comfortable. I wore it all the time. I got made fun of for how much I wore it, but I loved it. So I figure if
1: you're going to drink Natty, you might as well go with the ice because oh, it gets you was- there quicker. Right?
0: <laughs> that was literally the next place i was going oh okay no natty ice. No, no it's okay. perfect <laughs> natty <laughs> okay natty ice uh i i went on a quote-unquote college visit i, I can't believe my parents let me do this when okay. i was 18 years old okay to go visit my brother and okay uh i drank natty ice All right. and and sh- you're how old at this time, yeah, not old enough to be drinking natty ice. Yeah, but man. like
1: you're a senior in high school, yes. okay, yeah.
0: 18 years old. Okay, I, I, I kid you not, I passed out standing up in the middle of a bar. I slept in the middle of a bar standing up because I, of natty I've never ice. done that. <laughs> I've never done it since. <laughs> <laughs> That's the power of, natty, of ice. natty
1: ice, yes, indeed.
0: All right, so we are going to break oh. into recruiting. I am going to, I'm. You are, you bench pressing. I'm, I'm just yes, spotting, man. I'm bench pressing. I'm, I'm just, I'm just cheering you on if the bar gets too heavy. <laughs> Do you I'll remember what
1: play. he bench pressed? It was pretty impressive. It was, oh, right? no, it was like in the 400s. Yeah, it's 400s, I think. Yeah. Way to go, Zucker. Well, he did have that barrel chest. <laughs> yeah, you know? Okay, so we're going to call this Recruiting 2020 version 0.5. Yes. So Love this that. is pretty early in the cycle. The cycle has moved up with the early signing period. So, it has. I mean, you would have never seen teams with 20 commits a couple years ago. And, and here I am saying I wasn't going to say
0: anything, but I believe there is a approach that is being taken by certain coaching staffs to say, can we get – almost if not all of this recruiting wrapped up early so that we can literally focus on next year's class and the football team this year
1: is focus on the football team. I think that's a huge strategy right a, now. Yeah. Is Absolutely. Is that, a thing? Is that all? I, I guarantee you it's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I, I debated how I was going to go through the list. Like,
0: so let me. You're not just going to start with where 24/7 has them ranked first through 14th, and just that's go? what we're going to do. That's okay. what I ended up. Well, on. That, I think that's the easiest.
1: So <laughs> let me explain. There are three major recruiting services: ESPN, Rivals, 24/7. They all do their own and rankings Big Kurt's for all personal these
0: recruiting services, and then
1: Big Curds Personal. <laughs> but then 24/7 is the one of those three that combines all three together and averages them all, weights them all equally. So I use the 24/7 what they call composite ranking. They have their own ranking, but I use the composite ranking, which includes all oh, three no. services. Yep. I feel like it's the most fair way
0: to judge. Yep. How do you feel and about then that? I do, and then um, I always feel like it's worth putting out the uh, uh, known thing that is probably were, was more known than I knew, which is that uh, your class will get weighted higher when it simply has more humans in it. Absolutely. As Volume com- matters. It does matter. For now, which plays into the per, the now rankings as compared to where things are projected to be. Correct. On the signing so day
1: the hay is not in the barn. Oh, that yet.
0: is a Hayden Fry colloquialism. Really?
1: Right there, so good job. I'm I'm very proud of myself. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of honestly, a lot of these classes are almost full. But you can't compare a class that has 20 commits to a class that has eight. You know, because the volume is going to skew the sure. 20. Yeah. So I wasn't sure how to do it, but we're just going to go 24 yep. seven. Yep. Composite rankings from 1 to 14. Number one, Rutgers. Go. All right, number one. Well, Urban Meyer's gone, right? Oh,
0: okay. So Greatest
1: right. recruiter in the history of the planet. No possible way Ryan Day could ever come close to what Urban Meyer did, right? So we can all at least accept that. So no way Ohio State's going to be doing that well, even though they're ranked number one. So let's take a look at it. Holy shnikey. Julian Fleming, number one overall wide receiver. Paris Johnson, number one. Another Paris. off. Another Paris, number one overall offensive tackle. Oh, that, okay. Luke Whipler, number one overall offensive center. Jack Miller, number two pro style quarterback. Oh, want to talk a little more about wide receivers? Okay. They also have the 11th, 13th, and 18th best best wide receivers in the country. They signed another. Four-star wide receiver, they're going to make him play safety. They've got too many of
0: them. <laughs> One of our loyal followers, Jim in Minnesota, said, hey, Day, you want to save some wide receivers for the rest of us in the upper Midwest here?
1: Uh, so it's very clear to see what Ryan Day's game plan. is. He is going to be airing it out just like we saw last year. At least that's what his, his attempt is going to be. He wants to air it out and air it out big time.
0: And he already has – a bunch of data to point to that it's going to be successful in that he, he, he isn't just took over Ohio state's offense last year. Yeah, He had his imprint on it the two, three years before Sure, Paris, uh, Campbell, um, uh, Michael Thomas, there has been, I mean, last year's NFL draft oh, my God. for wide receivers, wide receiver, the, the combine could have yeah. just had it. Ohio state's, uh, uh, symbol to it or, or, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, it was incredible, and that's
1: continuing on. At least it appears to be.
0: And I, I didn't even know they had the number one tackle, number number two pro. That's yeah. incredible. So
1: it, so then I'm looking at this class, and my jaw's just on the floor. Right, there's got to be a flaw here. There kind of is. I don't know what their their scholarship chart looks like defensively, but they've only got four true defensive players so far out of twenty commits. So is he maybe? neglecting defense a little so bit market we'll
0: right here this will be an oklahoma-like program maybe probably by the middle of 2021 we'll see point being tons of offense not as much defense because the fact of the matter is if you have an explosive offense like that that's chucking the ball over the field and you have less time of possession your defense typically suffers from that right so yeah so well anyway ohio state
1: you haven't fallen off the recruiting. <laughs> no. Okay. Next, Michigan is number two. I should Let me rewind a second. Ohio State, fourth overall in the country okay. at the moment. Okay. Um, number two is Michigan,
0: seventh. Nobody's th- touching Clemson. Clemson right now is. They might put a historic class it's, together. It looks like an historic They'll, class. Like you almost need to, when they rank at the end of the year, literally take Clemson out, yeah, put who, them in their own category, right. and just re-rank who, everybody one through whatever.
1: Who's that. fighting for number two? Yep. All right, so Michigan is number two in the Big Ten right now. 22 commits, so that's almost a full class. 22? Really? Yeah, so Ohio State is 20, Michigan 22. So unlike Ohio State, most of their players are on the defensive side. So, I mean – Oh, man, this is setting up nice like this. Their their big players, their highest-ranked players are on defense or offensive tackle or running back. So you can see where khaki pants is going – you can see where Ryan Day is going. I'm if they very both continue down this That's road, this is going to be fun. And the other do.
0: thing, yes, continue down the road for how that matchup looks. The other thing I would say is, in both cases, right, uh, I have this feeling that if you even give me or you a little bit of time to dust up, we would be decent recruiters for Ohio State in Michigan. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty I sure like I, I would, would do okay. I would at like, least turn my beat keep. Northern Illinois yes. to grab a kid. Um, even with that being said it looks like recruits are going to these teams based on what the teams are known for being great at. Point being, that's Michigan's probably true. defense has yep. been like historically sure. dominant the last two or three years. Same thing about Ohio State's yeah. offense. Look at the classes they're putting together for what, what they're signing. It's and then
1: I always wonder, okay, Ohio State, you've got four of the, the absolute best wide receivers in the country. There's only one ball. If you're a recruit, wouldn't you – after the first couple, and eh, maybe wide I'll look somewhere different
0: else. wide receiver and running back are different. You're you're gonna get more carries, you're gonna get you know, spreading the field out more with one wide receiver can lead to the second and third, but yeah. there gets to be a you know, a part where you would think it would cut off. But... Right. So w- with that in
1: mind, there is another really high ranked guy, AJ Henning, wide receiver for Michigan. He's committed out of Lincolnway East, Frankfurt, Illinois. They have zero five stars so far in this class, though. So just a bunch of four stars. A bunch of four stars, yeah. Moving on to number three is Penn State. Crazy. So
0: you're saying Ohio State is one, Michigan is two, (laughs) and Penn State is three. Do you remember
1: the big hurt rankings from from last year's recruiting? I put Penn State one, Ohio State two, Michigan three. Hmm. So same teams, just mixed up. Yeah, a lot of the same. You're you're not going to see a a bunch of big changes from year to year. So Penn State – also, zero five stars, five four stars. This class, even though it's number three, not quite as good as they did last year. They're they're taking a little bit a step back, but you know, once you load up on so many high level guys, other recruits see that. Well, you know, how long does it take me to get on the field? So, not as good as last year, but still a very good recruiting class. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna draw a, a very harsh, line a right very here. hard line of demarcation <laughs> right. right there. Yeah. Those three are in, uh, yep. uh, you know, like a, their own stratosphere. Yep. Number four is your Iowa Hawkeyes right now. Now yep. their average star ranking, just like we had a conversation about this like two weeks ago. Yep. I'm like, wow, this is better than what they are normally used to. Like they were like 0.87, which is high three star. Their average has dropped back a little bit, so they must have taken a couple low-star guys recently. So that's made them drop back a little bit. But they have 22 commits, almost
0: a full full class. class. They're almost there.
1: So they're top two. Defensive end, quarterback.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean... Well, defensive end you expect, but the quarterback's Deuce Hogan. He has like he, i think he's almost flirted with five star status a mm. little bit or high like getting to be a higher four star yeah mid mid okay high, five stars that's throwing it out there yeah, too much but, but but he's a solid four star guy and he is one of the best recruiters on the Iowa staff yeah. right oh, now yeah he's i see him tweeting all the town. time um and they've picked out some good tight ends too i mean there okay. there is that's of course this is the only team that i've dug a little bit and yep. it seems to be there is a little bit more uh, open-mindedness to getting straight speed on defense. Oh, okay. That has been something that I think is almost interesting. Yes, hmm. That's not a, so thick-ankled, sure. more running around. <laughs> sure. They, uh, I mean, the <laughs> Love fact that, that, expression, that they, by the way, thick-ankled. <laughs> I do, <did>, I do. <laughs> it's, it's just such a good visual. It is or awful, whatever you want to say. But um, the commitment to the 4-2-5 has been really so, interesting because they're barely recruiting any linebackers. Right,
1: right. Um, so. That's a And they the loaded puncher, up right? on linebackers
0: like, last year, so they just they didn't need much. Right, year.
1: but they are switching officially from a 4-3 to a 4-2-5. Am officially, I correct? Officially, yeah. and yeah. they're
0: going after uh, D-backs like crazy. Right. And one of the ones that's interesting is that you talked about is they must have went after somebody that's low-star to bring the star ranking uh-huh. down. They offered a D-back that literally only got offered by teams that I never heard of. Well,
1: before. they have two two-star guys, like yeah. straight-up two-star.
0: And Iowa fans are not even batting an eye on it. Why? I wouldn't either. Because they're D-backs. And we actually get our hopes up when we see Phil Parker go after a two-star guy like that. Because sure. like, he'll probably be yeah. Big Ten defensive back of the year. Yeah, because but, that's been Well, there's the Amani next Thorpe Hooker. Award winner. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's been weird. All right, so Iowa doing pretty well. Oh, one that I'm really jealous of. Lucas Van Nass. Yeah. Strong side defensive end from Barrington, Illinois. Those guys never go to Illinois. We got in really early on that guy. I thought maybe this Sorry. is the guy, but you know, as soon as Iowa came in, it was over. Okay, moving on to number five. The Minnesota Golden Gophers also with twenty two commits. Now the big story was they got ten commits in the in the span of about one week. Okay. It was just one after another and, uh, after another.
0: And Bolt Boy does the every uh,
1: I had to, I had to mute him. So, I couldn't help oh, it. So, so. I well, just, I, don't ha-
0: I don't even follow him. I get the tweets oh, from, okay. from Minnesota followers. But for well, those of you who don't know, he does the RTB, yeah, it's a Sky bat Yuma, signal. and it's the bat single going yeah. over a, a fake Minneapolis skyline. Yeah, so
1: they had an amazing – it's about a week, 10 commits. But they were all really, like, you know, maybe solid three stars, but then low-end three stars. They didn't have any really yeah. big-time right. uh, uh, recruits until recently. Their last two commits – were both very highly ranked. Itavian Brown athlete from Lutheran North in Saint Louis, and then Daniel Jackson from Mission, Kansas, both four stars, and then running back Kai Thomas, uh, a high level three star. So did a really good job in like the last two weeks here after those those initial commits there.
0: As long as their oars are in the water, PJ likes them.
1: Their oars in the water I was I was a little concerned about PJ's class until very
0: recently. Those yeah. those last couple guys. And I can tell I paid loose attention they jumped up a little bit too after they got those guys they jumped up yeah, yeah definitely
1: okay moving on to number six this one surprised me the most this is surprising northwestern northwestern wildcats with only 15 commits are at number six their average star ranking is very solid um in fact it well it's seventh in the in the conference but with 15 commits together that that puts so them recent
0: success plus the Carlton on the on or the as lake. I like to call it the mistake by
1: the lake maybe Ooh. that's finally <laughs> having an effect yeah. Here. yeah yeah it didn't really affect their last class they were way down there and I thought well maybe it's not gonna have that much of an impact No, maybe it, has. it looks like it's gonna impact uh two four-star guys including a quarterback so once Hunter Johnson's gone it looks like they got another guy to step right in and, and continue that legacy all right, number seven, the Wisconsin Bagers with 11 commits. Tremendous how they do in-state. And you wouldn't think there'd be that much talent in Wisconsin. My God. I'll tell you what there's in Wisconsin. Thick ankles. There's there's <laughs> thick ankles. But they've got a lot of skill guys coming out of Wisconsin, too. Their average star ranking is fifth in the conference right now. Kay. They're setting up to have a really good class. Um, 11 is not a small number of commits. It's not a large one. It's kind of right in the middle. Um, they got three four-star guys.
0: Two of them are from the state of Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, so Badger's doing well. This one. So the guess would be Iowa and Minnesota will start working their way down the list. Wisconsin starts working his way up. A couple other teams will hit on here too. Good thing to
1: point out there. The teams that have like a moderate star ranking but have a lot of commits are going to work their way down. And then other teams are going to eventually jump them. Okay, moving on to number eight, Maryland Terrapins with 14 commits. Now their average star ranking is 12th in the conference, which really surprised me. Zero. And four, it
0: surprised you because because uh, Locks is a great yeah, Mike Locksley, and, and
1: like he has a history in the DMV, the the DC Maryland Virginia area. He's got five. Every guys. time you say
0: that, my first thing I go to is Department of Motor Vehicles. Really, and I get confused just for a half second. But, so yeah.
1: yeah, five of his recruits are from the DMV area. No four four stars overall
0: though. So I'm I'm a little surprised by Do that. you think maybe he is? Let's get a base going, but he's still swinging for the fences on the four stars. So I think there's,
1: you have to keep that in mind for a lot of these teams right now. Um, you know, some teams are filling up and just know what they're looking for. Meanwhile, there's other teams that are sitting and waiting back and waiting for the big guys to come in. So okay. maybe that's what he's thinking is going to happen. Okay. Moving on to number nine, Purdue. Also kind of a
0: surprise here. They've been a little bit of su- didn't of they, a surprise. they? They got. Tell me if i They got to a hot start.
1: Yeah, a little hot start cuz they got they had a four-star running back and a four-star quarterback, okay. but then they've been filling in with mostly like kind of, you know, project depth type of guys here filling up an offensive lineman, okay. which I think is a good idea for them. They kind of need that. Uh but 8th in overall average star ranking, not too bad. Okay. Michigan State at number 10. That's wow. down a ways. With that's down from what they're used to, which makes me wonder like, is, is Mark D'Antonio losing interest because maybe he's moving on? I don't know. It's, it's early, though. So 12 commits total. So typical kind of Sparty class, but not as good as they're used to. They have one low four-star guy. But this is kind of how they built it. You know? Maybe yeah. they'll keep going.
0: So you're saying D'Antonio is not on the hot seat. He's on the comfortable seat. Is that a phrase?
1: That's a, that? Yeah, I would, I would say that maybe... Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Possibly. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's not a young man, right? He's not a young man. Yeah. Do you think he can cross the street and beat traffic before he gets over there? He
1: probably could do it quicker so than too. me at this point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 11, Nebraska.
0: Also surprised, but.
1: A, well, surprising, but their average star ranking is actually third in the conference. Right. I mean, they've only got eight commits, but I mean,. Really good guy. Two four-star guys. Other ones are pretty much all high three-star. And then you said to me, it's about a week ago we were talking about this. Yep. Is it possible he's sitting back and waiting for, like, the home run? Like, we're going to have a big year and then all these bigger – and I think that's what he's doing.
0: I think it is a – we are back to Nebraska. I'm going to – a comment that that Frost made – which is he was surprised to hear when he got on the recruiting trail right at the beginning that Nebraska was still uh, a name that people recognized more than he thought. I think that along with just him knowing that, I mean, unless he goes out and, you know, murders five people in the middle of Lincoln, he's not going to lose his job. Yeah, four they
1: will probably say, well, come on, you're on (laughs) some thin ice now, buddy. (laughs) But, yeah,
0: the fifth one, yeah. So – why not? Why not take a uh, uh, you know, run for the uh, home run? Right. I and, and I agree. I
1: mean, and he recruited fantastically last year, which yeah. is you so know,
0: now. I think he wants to see can we move from whatever they were they like nineteen twenty last year, somewhere around there, yeah, to top ten. I think that's what he's what he's hoping. Yeah, so it, and I think it's a good bet, and it could set up as a feast or famine type it, of yeah. Deal. It could blow up
1: in his face, but I I think he he's probably playing it right
0: so far, and I think I heard this. Is there's not a lot of open uh, uh, scholarships for this class for Nebraska? I do not know the answer okay. to that, but <laughs> that doesn't always matter.
1: Minnesota, for instance, they're about ten people over their uh, scholarship we don't limit. Understand this math? And he's still recruiting. Sure, he's going to fill up this class. So I'm curious. banking to on attrition it. to a certain <clears throat> point. But yikes, everyone has attrition, but that that would be a lot. They're throwing okay.
0: some oars off the boat is what they're planning. Yeah, to
1: they're going to have some men overboard, I believe. <laughs> and not not voluntarily. <laughs> a little, no. <laughs> okay, number 12, the Indiana Hoosiers with 12 commits, 13th in average star ranking, a bit of a step back. This is like a hangover year from their high last year. Yeah, did a fantastic and, and job. How many how many they have and 12 commits so okay, far. So they
0: got some time a little bit.
1: Uh, they still got time, still got plenty of spots, but their average star ranking is 13th out of 14. Rayshon Williams, wide receiver from Martin Luther the King High School in Detroit, is is probably is their biggest recruit. And then Chris <laughs> Keys, cornerback from Collins, Mississippi. Way to go, Tommy Allen. Okay, Rutgers coming in at thirteenth, not dead last. Way yeah. to go, Rutgers. Uh, not so they're they are dead last in average star ranking. Only eight commits, so they've got a, a lot a long ways to go here. Typical Rutgers class, but really nice guy athlete. Sofian Masood out of Katy, Texas. And then finally, uh oh. Wow, Illinois is in dead last, huh? Well, hmm. They actually, they're doing pretty well in average star ranking. What's going on here? Oh, they've only got three commits. Yeah. Three. So they got three commits and they're two of them are four
0: stars? Two
1: of them are four stars. And the other one's like a mid mid to low three star developmental guy. Okay. What's going on? make no mistake things are not going well i can tell you a few things are going on when you have a new coach you can sell hope they they went long rebuild here we're going to the fourth there's no hope you can't sell hope here another thing you can sell is playing time well they've kind of yeah, established their true. their roster
0: like it's young well, not anymore i mean they're they're like they're like but mid- but but Fresh, they've got a lot of talented freshmen. They're coming in this fall. So it's basically they're and and sophomores. Hold on.
1: They're basically all true juniors, true sophomore, true freshman. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So they're in in terms of overall, yeah, they're probably a little bit on the youngish side. So you can't say, oh, we can plug you in this year. You'll play this year. You can't sell. So what do you have left to sell? You got to win, right? Yeah. We're not playing games yet. They got to come out of the gate really hot. They got to look really good in their thing. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of negative recruiting going on, obviously, because there are guys. What I
0: wonder is what will the number that they wind up at. Point I'm trying to make is like let's their just- goal is 20. I think okay. 18 to 20 for this class. Do you even just say, <clears throat> let's not waste our time trying to get to 20 mm-hmm. or even 18? Let's just find. Let's just finish at 14. We don't want to force four or five guys in that we don't feel like are going to be studs, anyways. I don't know. Or you just need the depth and bodies that bad?
1: I don't think you leave open scholarships. I mean, you could go some more transfers, but they went all in on the transfer out, which kind of screws up your scholarship chart. I mean, you're basically setting yourself up to make it harder in the future, so I don't see them going. Are
0: you sure about the 18 to 20? Maybe because, I mean, there's basically been a pipeline from Southern California to Illinois. Maybe there's less scholarships out there available. What do you mean? Less because they've just had so many scholarships eaten up by all those transfers. Maybe no, they're it's, they're, it's...
1: they're planning on recruiting eighteen to twenty okay. for this class. Okay. yeah, but it is just not going well.
0: And and here's the thing: like,
1: they 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 have guys that are basically considered by all accounts heavy lanes to Illinois, and they'll go on one visit. Oh yeah, I'm going to go here. There's there's a lot of negativity going on. I mean okay. that's that's part of recruiting. You got to overcome it. It's certainly not an excuse, but boy. Nobody needs the the maybe Lovey should try an
0: orange beard. Hmm. Okay. It'd be easy to go. He's got the he's got the base color. He does. He's got right the base. Now, so. but yeah,
1: nobody needs the season to start faster than Illinois, Illinois does. Yeah. Now, one observation I'm going to have overall. So you you had the top three. There's more bunching this year than even last year, of everyone after that, and all those teams save Nebraska. Pull them out because they're kind of an anomaly right now. They only have eight commits, but they have a really high average star ranking. The rest of those teams are bunched close together but are not recruiting at the level they did last year so okay. far. okay. So we could see a lot of higher-level guys jump on and maybe pull that back up. But it seems like this is a step back com- compared to last year.
0: So step back nationally, too, compared to if you were, whatever, six in the Big Ten, you were 28th in the yep. country. It's I would a say bit... step
1: back nationally a little bit
0: as well. Okay. Yep. Maybe because again, they did a lot of teams did get really good talent pulls last year. Mm-hmm. Um, only the highest of high blue bloods can have the number one, the number two, the number two, the number one every one. The year, number, every year, like yeah. typically speaking, it it is a situation that you'll see where after a huge class, there is a little bit of a Absolutely. drop off yeah. the next year. Um, kind of just I don't on topic, but outside the Big Ten, I do find it interesting that. Oklahoma's average class ranking, I think over the last four or five years, was only like 11th or 12. Oh, is that right? So that's interesting. Yeah, that's and right.
1: they're and strangely, they're like the only team that gets elite level talent, like the the high four stars, the five stars. Nobody besides Oklahoma gets them.
0: Yeah. Um, overall landscape recruiting, not to put you on the spot. Um, any how different. Is it like what? What are you? What? What's the difference you feel now as compared to a year ago, two two years ago? Well, so Urban Meyer
1: definitely elevated the recruiting in the Big Ten. Yep. Overall. Yes. So I don't know. Is it the Urban factor? He walks out the door and suddenly takes. It's not a huge step, but the, a noticeable step back. Okay. I wonder if that's it. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Okay. I don't know. Yep. I tell you what has changed is. It is now commonplace where you have to have the the recruits have the uh, uh, the not the not a video but like the the background is like the mountains. Oh, the the edits. Yeah, yeah. The those are called edits. Uh, Now they mention that. Did you know that those that started with like a 14 year old kid in Des Moines, Iowa? No, started (laughs) doing those for recruits. Really? And then he just got inundated with them by other recruits no I'm kidding like, yeah he started his own company at like 16 wow making these making these edits that's what they're called edits they're called edits do yeah. you have a plug for them uh, i wish i did okay. sorry young man in Des Moines. <laughs> i do not know it was a, it was an article i think it was on the athletic that i read it so, so it was actually edits are fine because yeah.
1: people are doing it for athletes okay. but the commitment videos are oh so pathetic
0: yeah, the videos are pathetic the other thing too is just like i'm announcing. That I'm cutting down to these 16 schools. Oh my god! Oh.
1: So <laughs> uh, you're—I don't know which one's worse. Like how? Oh, it drives me nuts. oh man! I no. mean, even even seven is
0: ridiculous because you
1: you get five you official get five visits. You five official, <laughs> official visits. So you, if, if you just, want to cut it a, to five, go that's ahead. Cut that, it to once five. Once you get it to five, that's I the only. Get it. the, it's the only cut and you You cannot
0: get. tell me when they have quote unquote cutting it down to. 16 or even 12 like he's they got know top the three. three yes of he course does. he i think like probably even two most of the time oh, but uh, Dre, i and i gotta say i mean um th- something i found interesting i i listened to it, it was an iowa specific podcast and i just want your thoughts because we you and i okay. kind of talked about this uh uh offline and we'll we'll put a ball on this this podcast as well but Um, something that Phil Parker, I was defensive coordinator, got asked in a podcast that I found very interesting was he he just flat out said, he's like, you know, there, there is certain, uh, uh, positions that we can go after four stars and we can, we can, we can be good. Um, with that being said to spend the time on a lot of the, the kids that are high four stars and, and certainly five stars. He said, it's a waste of time for us, which I agree. I'm sorry, but like, you got to know who you are in the college football universe. The other thing that I found interesting, he goes, you know, guys, after, he goes, certainly we see that five-star guys have immense talent. We see that. Yeah. He goes, but after that, you know, these these services and there's different people that, he goes, it comes down to human beings looking at these kids <laughs> yes. and giving their evaluation. He goes, we don't even know who makes up the stars and how, no. he goes, it just, they get a star attached to him. He goes, like, there's I, no,
1: there's nobody, there's no name attached no, to that. No. Like, so-and-so did this rating right. and so evaluated this, is what, this film. So this this it's is just what I've anonymous.
0: I find interesting about it. He goes, there are times where we look at a kid and- He's, you know, a mid to high four star, and we look at another kid, and he's a mid to low three star, and we just don't think there's that big of a difference. So you you spend, you know, a fraction
1: of the time on the low three star and forget about the four star kid,
0: or you spend equal time on both because who knows? True. And and sure. And then the other thing, and I won't name teams. I easily could. <laughs> um, let's just say I have an insider source you know okay. as far as like thoughts on recruiting okay and i don't know how you can get to know 400 recruits no you can't and i'll just throw a team out there iowa state yeah how, how does that's not iowa who you were state... referring to but no that's just... fine that's 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 a, that's a big one that i'm referring to is okay. iowa state how do you how do you get to know 397 recruits you don't and I'm not saying, you know, Stanford is like crazy low. They're like 70 or 80 recruits they look at because they have, in, but, you know, insane. But you want to know
1: something? Every time one of those recruits get, gets offered, they tweet it. Sure. So it's just free publicity.
0: Which gets me into the other thing, which is the goofy, and I still don't think I'll ever quite get it, but there's an offer. And then there's a committable, committable offer. offer. Correct. And me and it's you. It's a thing. I understand it's a thing. I think it's more of a thing for some teams than it is others. Absolutely it is. And I don't know what else to say other than it would be pretty weird if a company says, hey, we're offering you the job. Nice. I can start money well. (laughs) Hold on. Wait a second. got another (laughs) candidate. We've offered you the job. You might start in a month,
1: but... But you might not. You might never start. Correct. But can you hang in there until we hear from this other guy? We're going to offer him more money, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, are we talking SEC now? <laughs> yes, we just switched to the SEC. All right, I find that interesting. Right. That's my take. Okay, that's the thing. All right. Um, for the second edition of the Eyes on Big podcast, I am Jeffrey the Greek.
1: And I am Big Kirk.
0: We really appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon. <laughs> I'm